Hi, everybody. I'm your host, Lauren Lapid, a 22-year-old from the suburbs of Southern California, a recent-ish college graduate, and now a fresh New Yorker trying to adult in this crazy post-college life. You're listening to Rookies in the Real World, and in today's episode, we are joined by Brandon Lee, action actor, taekwondo pro, and famous TikToker, to talk all about what it means to take ownership of your own life. It's Rookies in the Real World, whoa, with Lauren Lapid as your host. It's time for Real Talk on Becoming an Adult. All right, Rookie Gang, welcome back to another episode of Rookies in the Real World. And today's episode on adulting particularly interests me. But before we dive in to all of the great content my guests and I have planned, why don't you go and subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already? Give us five stars, leave us a review, or even, you know, screenshot the podcast wherever you're listening and share it on social media. I like absolutely love it when you guys do this. It's the best way to really share about podcasts like social media, word of mouth, and it would really mean the world to me. I can't believe we're 19 episodes in. This is actually madness. So yeah, give us some love. We're 19 episodes in, guys. We've been doing this for this long. Spread the love. But okay, now that I have that self-promotion out of the way, let's get down to business. All right, everybody. Has anybody else had an existential crisis, whether it was in college or post-college in your early 20s, where you sat back and wondered, what the fuck you actually want to do with your life because I've been there and it's actually kind of wild to think that after we graduated from high school and like take a step back, we were babies. Think about all of the dumb decisions you made your senior year of high school and freshman year of college and then it's like all of a sudden you're asked to pick your major aka decide the general trajectory for the rest of your life which is wild because who the fuck actually knows who they are at like 17, 18 years old. I know way too many people who are coerced into a major they thought was like the right decision because their parents told them it was a good idea. It would set them up for a stable, well-paid job out of college. So like nursing, PT, kinesiology, but in their heart of hearts, it just like wasn't the right fit for them. And I mean, like speaking candidly, my own older sister realized three years into her biology degree, like bio, that she did not want to go to med school after all. And literally, like, picked me up from school one day and started sobbing in the car. And I was like, what is going on? And she was like, it's too late to change my major, but I don't want to go to med school. Like, what the fuck do I do with a bio degree? And I was like, dude, I don't know. That's a good question. So, yeah, you finish college or you're in the middle of, like, a loveless, like, soulless job. And then the question hits you like a depressing ton of bricks. Now what? So many people become victims to societal pressures and parental expectations. And then when we finally get to the point where like we want to take ownership of our own life and like do what we really like actually want to do, it's really scary. But that is why I'm so stoked for this episode and our guests in particular today. Today's guest is one of my internet friends, somebody I like, you know, really do personally look up to and respect a lot, not to brush your ego, but everybody (laughs) meet Brandon. (laughs) Hey, thanks so much for having me. Yes, of course. I'm like 
I'm super stoked. Let me tell the rookie gang a little bit about you because you rookie have a gang. pretty intense resume. Yeah, so we're the rookie gang. Don't fucking laugh. Uh, no, I, I, I mess with <laughs> it. I like it. I like it. Okay, okay. Thank you, Brandon. <laughs> Brandon is an action actor, model, and stunt double based out of Los Angeles. He grew up doing Taekwondo his whole life as his father actually owns a Taekwondo school. So Brandon was like literally kicking before he could even walk, which is incredible. But you were a 2019 USA Taekwondo National Gold Medalist. What the fuck? You are so cool. For <laughs> freestyle Pumse Forms, a 2019 USA Taekwondo National Team member, and a certified Taekwondo Master Instructor from the World Taekwondo Federation. You've been teaching for like eight years now, right? Um, that's like crazy because you're like my age. I'm like, what was I doing eight years ago? Like, probably fucking around. Like, I don't know. But it wasn't too long ago that you like made your move to mm-hmm. LA mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so wow hi Brandon how are you hi. today well first off that intro was absolutely sick you made me sound way cooler than I actually am no so. I did I also like didn't even <laughs> mention that you're like low-key TikTok famous <laughs> oh my gosh I saw I saw I should say TikToker or not <laughs> oh. it'll come up well, thanks for the intro that was super cool Oh, awesome. Well, yeah, like you that. you've done a lot of cool things that you deserve to recognize. <laughs> Thank you. But as like an icebreaker before we dive into the real mm-hmm. shit, mm-hmm. if you could have one superpower, like only one, oh, what would man. it be and why? Only one. Yes. Uh, super speed, like the Flash. Super you know? speed. Oh, okay. Because like I feel like you can just get so much useless crap done like it's almost like a time machine we're just like like can you imagine yes. making breakfast it's just like bam 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 done okay mm-hmm. but what kind of breakfast are you making because you're not like speeding up the process of okay, cooking true, bacon true. okay okay but you could, okay, like well, you could then... make like a sandwich really quick though you yeah, know what i mean like something yeah. like that yeah yeah or like if you just have to do busy work in general i guess breakfast wasn't a good example but no but no like i was <laughs> vacuuming earlier like the whole apartment, I got into like a cleaning like funk. I was like, I need to clean. And yeah. vacuuming took so long. I was like, I, really I could do this faster. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Especially cleaning would just be like, done. Nice. Like that's. I feel like that superpower know. too would fit really well with like your taekwondo skills. I don't know. You could do some like badass shit. <laughs> I don't even know but... if you'd be able to see it. To be honest, like. Okay. True. Like, <laughs> That'd be sick though. It'd be wild. Like, you see that? Yeah, I moved, like, 20 bajillion times in the air. It's like that, like, joke, you know, like, in grade school. That, like, did you guys ever do that thing where it's like, do you want to see me run really fast? <laughs> and then, like, you, like, wouldn't move. I was definitely <laughs> that I, kid. Like, I, like, ready? just had a flashback. I already went back and forth, like, five times. You and then everyone's like, it. no way. <laughs> and that's, it's like your reality, your childhood reality coming true yeah. at super speed. That kills me. <laughs> but let's, let's dive into your story. All like, right. part of what I commend you for, which I want to get into, is that you were, like, in college before mm-hmm. deciding to move to L.A. and, you know, like, pursue what you're doing now. Mm-hmm. So can you can you tell us, like, what that was like? Like, when did you realize you wanted to leave and, like, what your friends thought, what your family thought? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, I grew up in Minneapolis, Minnesota, which everyone knows now. <laughs> Not for good reasons, but, you know, Midwestern, very um, suburban lifestyle, very predominantly Caucasian, not mm. very diverse. Um, and, you know, I kind of fell into that stereotype of, like, 
you know, all Asians are smart. Like I was like the only Asian that wasn't in like super, super advanced classes. <laughs> like, so I was already, I was always an outlier, you know? And mm-hmm. um, my original plan, like, like you said before, my father owns a Taekwondo school. He uh, founded the Taekwondo school before I was even born. And my plan was to, you know, go to college, get a degree, and then eventually uh, take over the school when he retires. Um which was cool. Like I had nothing, I I was really satisfied with that. Mm -hmm. And, but to be honest, like the college degree, I didn't need a college degree to do what he did. Like I really didn't do it. I was mostly doing it for the experience and just because of like the pressure from society, like especially Minnesota, like it's not very ambitious there. Um, It's like very, you know, planned route, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. especially like as an Asian American, there's always like that stereotype where it's like, you have to be a doctor. (laughs) <laughs> you know, yeah. like, which I'm so glad my parents were never like that. But um, yeah, so I kind of realized going into college, like I was two years into college, like I, I was never a good student, to be honest, because like I was always good in classes that I was passionate mm-hmm. about. But my personality is so crazy where it's like, if I'm passionate about it, I'll work harder than anyone else. If I'm not passionate about it, I won't, I'll do the bare minimum. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah. my classes were, I'd either get like a, almost like a, almost like a hundred percent if I liked the class or it was like barely B minus, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like probably even less than that. Um, so like I realized when I was in college, like, and I just, I couldn't, I know I have a good work ethic, but like, I just mm-hmm. couldn't muster up like just caring about school and then um, yeah, acting out like dumb classes that are like never going to benefit you in the I real know, world. Right? Exactly, exactly. Um, like so many of the classes are pretty useless in my opinion. But, uh, but yeah, pretty much like I realized um, acting became an opportunity because ever since I was a little kid, um, having Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan as idols, I've always wanted to do that. Just never really mm-hmm. saw the opportunity to do so. Um, but things kind of lined up when I was like when I was practicing for acting and like doing that, I would study so hard in that. That's when I realized mm-hmm. I, I would literally read books like all day, watch videos all day, watch movies yeah. all day, taking notes, like exactly how you should when you're a student. But like, I didn't do that for schoolwork, but I would do that for acting. So I'm like, yeah. like, why not just do this? Like, this is my thing. Like, I'm actually passionate about it. I know mm-hmm. I work harder than anyone else. So it's like, I'm just going to go all in. Um, it ended up being my, my original plan was I was actually going to like, so I went to University of Minnesota Duluth, was going to transfer to University of Minnesota in Minneapolis, which is where mm-hmm. I lived. So I didn't have to pay rent and like could yeah. live at home. Um, turns out I got declined from transferring. I didn't even have good <laughs> no. enough grades for that. And But that kind of put my back against the wall. It made me work even harder at acting. And um, I ended up going to a showcase in L.A. I got uh, signed by um, some agencies and a manager. And they told me to fly out right away. And I was like, that's like incredible. That moved so quick. It's like you didn't get to transfer. And then you had your like, oh, shit, like now what moment? And then it was like, you got it. Your backup (laughs) plan like worked out. That's so dope. I mean, when when we put it and summarize it like that, it sounds like boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. But like, there were so many sacrifices of I course. had to do for that. Like, I remember, um, like I said, I was two and a half hours away. My acting classes were at home, so oh, as shit. you know, yeah, as you know, college best times are the weekends. But I drove home every weekend 
two and a half hours to take classes oh and go back. Yeah. And like never partied anything. Like, and it's like you wanted to go to college to kind of get that experience exactly. and then it didn't end up. Damn. Exactly. Well, I think that shows so much to your work ethic, though. You were committed. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, for me, it's like if I'm in, I'm in. You know what I mean? And I kind of got it all out of my system, like freshman and sophomore year. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. So if you weren't like doing what you're doing in LA right now, what trajectory mm-hmm. was like the path on? So like, were you for sure going to just take over your dad's school or like, what were you majoring in? Yeah, I was like 100% set in stone on that. I was majoring in kinesiology because as I told you before, I was like a huge uh, meathead at the time, like <laughs> fitness guy, you know, um, but like and I was thinking maybe that degree would help me be able to like personal train during the day and then teach. Oh, smart. Like one of yeah. classes during the night. Like th- the thing is, is like theoretically, it sounds really smart. I have nothing against anyone that wants to do that. Like that's a very yeah good route to take. Like for me, like it was like, I'm just going to do this just because like it's safe. Like it wasn't like something that like excited me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, it didn't, I was just like, because growing up, seeing my dad's lifestyle and growing up in that yeah. environment, I already knew where my life was going to be, which is an awesome life. It's just like, there's no excitement. You know what I mean? You already know the yeah. end of the, it's like reading the last page of a book first. It's like, it's, it's no fun. You know what I mean? Whereas no, like, like <laughs> you strike me as the kind of person that loves like spontaneity and being able yeah. to have fun. Yeah, exactly. So I can't, yeah, I can't imagine that that would have been like, I can't imagine you finishing college and like being like. You know, it's not to say that college is like boring, you know, yeah. I like I got my college degree, but I feel like for you and like your personality, like you are living your best life right now, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm so fortunate. But like it was just it was a lot because my parents support. Honestly, if it was like if they were very stereotypical Asian mm-hmm. parents, it would have been much, much harder. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, like even my parents were super supportive, but like my grandparents and like my aunts yeah. and stuff like they were kind of like about it like they Mm -hmm. were still like they give off the energy even my friends too they give off the energy like that's good for you but like you know that you can still feel that energy. you can feel the doubt yeah yeah and I remember my parents would actually tell people that asked about me that I'm just taking a break from school right but I thought of it in my head I'm like I'm never going back this is (laughs) this is not a phase this is not a drill like this is we're going all in you're going all in no but I mean was that scary though like oh what God. emotions and thoughts were running through your head when like you commit and you're like, all right, this is it. Like I am moving to LA. Honestly, it was like, it didn't really even hit me. I felt like I was living like a dream, like an mm-hmm. alter, like a fake <laughs> life or something. Um, yeah. But it was so, 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 so scary, especially like just being very comfortable my whole life, like being very fortunate growing up in a pretty wealthy yeah. family you know, very, you know, wealthy, it was nice. And then like, full sending it all the way across the country, (laughs) living by myself. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, like, did you have roommates right away? Who did? How did you meet people? Yeah, that was, um, that's a whole other story. I was supposed (laughs) to have a roommate. Um, Stuff like went down really hard. I'm sure we'll dive into later. But how I met a lot of my friends is I go to this uh, I went to this gym, this tricking gym where a lot of the top professionals and action actors go train at. It's called Joining All Movement. It's called Jam. So shout out to Jam. They have their own podcast too. Like pretty much. I'll be sure to link everything. Yeah. (laughs) 
yeah like um that environment it, i just felt like there were billions of me in that environment i'm like you guys do the same thing too like this is so sick like there's how like how cool and like validating must that have been to like be able to meet people who are like yes like you made the right decision like let's fucking go it was it was so cool like i I was like i felt like a little kid again like um they all had the same passion i mean i had a lot of very very good friends in minnesota and i'm still close with to this Mm -hmm. day but um you know when you kind of go out of high school, when your goals aren't the same, you just can't relate as much anymore. Yes, so, yeah. Like the only thing we were talking about was stuff that we did back in high school. You know yeah, what I mean? It's and a lot it's of like, nostalgia. Yeah. Whereas like now when I'm with a lot of my friends over here that have the same goals, like we're talking about what we want to do and we're mm-hmm. always like doing stuff towards our goals. Yeah, it's you know a what completely I mean? different dynamic. I mean, like, exactly. I'm glad you said that because the episode before this or two episodes before this, I like mm-hmm. kind of give my like spiel on like what I've learned my first year in New York. Mm-hmm. And a lot of what I've learned is just like friendships of proximity. And um, mm. it's crazy because I don't have a lot of friends in New York. I'm going to be honest. Like it's, it's, it's been kind of hard. But <laughs> the no, friends I that you. I do have, it's like, I feel like they understand me on a level that my friends from back home don't quite understand because mm-hmm. we're going through something different together, exactly. something difficult. And like you, like, you know, even though you don't know them as long, you know, mm-hmm. like they just understand you on a different level and it's so exactly. refreshing. And did you feel like you, it was like a quick relationship? Like, like, yes. Like, almost like you've already been friends for, like, 10 years. Exactly. It like it's that, as right? if I'd known him for a lifetime, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel like that's, a, that's like, something that you don't think about with adulting. I feel like mm-hmm. you have, like, less friends, but you get closer to them quicker. And, like, the ones you really, like, care about, like, you, like you guys are set. Exactly. Exactly. And it's, like, it's nothing going wrong with, like, I'm still, I'm sure you're of still course, friends yeah. with all your hometown friends. Like, the, all those memories are forever going to be there. But I feel like it's just it's just a part of growing up. Like you're you're just not gonna have as much time to spend. Like you know, mm-hmm. in high school, it's like every single day, all of your free time is hanging yeah. out with friends. But it doesn't end man. up being that eventually. Yeah, of <laughs> exactly. <course. laughs> so, but yeah. on like confidence and pursuing like whatever it is you want to pursue. When we first met on Instagram, I think it was. Mm-hmm. I remember you saying that you felt like so many people, especially our age, are just like too afraid to really like j- just take the jump and follow your yeah. passions yeah. and like it like hurts to watch people limit themselves mm-hmm. so I, I guess we've kind of like gone into it but how did mm-hmm. you like muster up the courage personally to just like shoot your shot and move because moving is a gamble and like I went to college across the country like it takes a lot of guts like it's mm-hmm. not like an easy decision yeah um, for me, it was like, I forgot if I saw like a video or something, but just talking to people, I, I think it's commonly known. It's like, whenever you ask someone on their deathbed, what they never regret what they did in life. It's always regret what they didn't do. Yes. Yeah, I know you're, you're vibing. So I hard. was like, like yes! I was like, shit, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. No, so that's true, like, though. Yeah, it's straight facts. So it's like, I know that like, because opportunities aligned, it was so like based off hard work opportunities aligned but i knew if i didn't take the jump like i would regret it on that death like i was just 100%. thinking like when i die am i gonna regret this and i knew it would eat me like that would be worse than actually dying you know what i mean no, exactly. like i gotta at least try yeah 
And I think that's something I like, I just really want to tell people like, you will never fucking be ready. Like, you'll never know when no. you're ready until no. you like, actually do it. You know what I mean? Exactly. I like, so I went skydiving once. I want to be sky, like, when I, when, I, when I have disposable mm-hmm. income, I want to get like skydiving certified because it's a lot of fucking money, right? I like saved up and did it. And, I, like, of course, the whole time was, like, this is not real. This is not real. And then, like, the plane door opened, and I did not know I was ready until I got pushed off that fucking ledge. Like, I didn't jump. I, like, froze up, and the guy behind me was, like, it's go time, and, like, pushed me, like, yeeted me out of this plane. And then I was, like, oh, my God. Like, this is amazing. Like, I'm doing this. But, like, I use that analogy because you'll never Mm. feel ready until you just fucking take the jump. You know what I mean? So, like, to anybody listening to this, like, if you feel that calling – it yeah. will eat at you until you do it. Exactly. And it's like, that's the most important thing. I always get DMs from people, like, especially because my, on social media, they see me as like martial artists and they're always like, yeah. how did you get to that point? Like, when did you start? Like, mm-hmm. can you, like, I don't even know where to start. And it's like, dude, honestly, like, especially nowadays, you have so many tutorials on YouTube. You can search up yeah. anything for any type of career of field you want. And the most important thing is just to get started. Like the the longer you wait on just like not getting started, the longer it's going to eat at you, the more you're going to regret it in the future. And it's like, I, I feel like going along with the last point before, it's just talking to a lot of people that are older and have mm-hmm. much more wisdom. And they always talk about things they wish they did. It always, yeah. it, it's always that, you know what I mean? It's never like, oh, I wish I didn't do this. Like, I'm thinking like now we're 20s, like we can literally do everything we want besides like make a life, unless if you want to, or kill a life, <laughs> and you're good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> like, I don't know exactly that, but. I know, the sentiment was there. The sentiment was there. Yeah. So, I mean, as anybody knows, especially in the media and entertainment industry, uh-huh, uh-huh. everybody is going to get so many no's before they get like the final like the yes like that first yes so whether that's for auditions or like job interviews what advice do you have for anybody who is just like feeling down and doubtful because of like rejections yeah I mean that is like especially like you said the entertainment industry is literally 99% no's like (laughs) can you imagine having a job where you go to 10 different interviews every week and every single one of them say no. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a little demoralizing sometimes. And then sometimes there. they tease you, like you get a call back and then you still get a no and then it hurts even more. And then they won't even tell you why you didn't get the job. You know what I mean? Like, it's like Yeah, no, I know. Oh my God, it's rough. It's rough. Yeah, I honestly think a lot of it's mental and I, I don't, I'm so new to the industry as well that mm-hmm. I can't give too much advice on this because I'm still very new. I'm only like two years into the industry. Yeah. But within those two years, I've become much more comfortable with rejection. Like, I'm just like, okay, it's Mm -hmm. just not meant to be. Like, I'm a true believer on whatever happens, happens for a reason. So it's like, when I first came to LA, like every single job, even if it was a one-liner, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I gotta be prepared. (laughs) Like, oh. Yeah. And then the moment I started, like, just taking of it, thinking of it as like it's an opportunity to just go play like and just do me like that's when I felt way more comfortable and that's when I started getting more more callbacks and uh, more successful and I think especially with the entertainment industry um like don't wait for auditions like 
I feel like I think you can take this concept for anything. Like if your job is to be an actor, why are you only doing auditions? Like you should be filming your own stuff all the time. Like we have these crazy things called phones nowadays that are like better than most (laughs) of the cameras that were 10 years ago. So it's like, you can edit anything. Like I, I, it fascinates me like with the resources we have now today and so many people not taking action. It's like, you literally can be an expert at anything you want from the internet. Like literally, I mean, I mean, some things obviously need a college degree, but like you can get started on anything yeah. you want. So it's like, no, I agree. I think just like realizing everything happens for a reason and just like, don't let the world give you the opportunity. Like you were saying before, don't wait for the opportunity. Just like make your own, like pave Shoot your own your path. Shot. Yeah. yeah, exactly. We're going to get a little, we're going to get a little deeper with this, but oh, what geez. would you say? has been like the lowest point so far because it all it isn't like the movies where it's like rainbows and sunshine you hop <laughs> off the plane at lax and it's like amazing so like can we get real about just like what oh has been your lowest point so far i think it's really important to like be vulnerable and open about that because social yeah. media tricks people into seeing the best of all situations yeah. and it's that's yeah. just not reality yeah yeah i mean this is what i was gonna say i, I knew we were gonna dive into this later mm-hmm. um I'm going to tell everyone out there right now that's thinking about moving to LA. LA is beautiful. I think it's the best decision I've ever made in my entire <laughs> life to live here. Rough but LA. it's okay, literally not, it's, it's not how the movies portray no. it. It's not how Instagram portrays it. Cause everyone no. posts their highlights of, you know, like whatever they're doing in life and Instagram and it, half of the time it could be fake. Um, yes. Like I think my lowest point was, <laughs> Okay, Lauren, so check this out, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is some real stuff. Okay, so okay, okay. I drove all the way from Minnesota to LA with my father in my tiny little green oh, car. Oh, shit. And he was telling me the whole time that I should do something called like a homestay where I stay with a family and just pay rent for just the room. It's much, much cheaper, right? It and is like... <laughs> I was like, no, I want my own room. Like... I I was just being like a spoiled little brat, but it was also because my manager hooked me up with someone that was also in our, uh, like in the same agency. So, and he was going to move out at the same time. Um, so I'm like, let's just be roommates instead. And like, but like, even then we didn't even have a place set in stone. Like my dad had to come help me like find a place. We found this place in Burbank that was like a one bedroom. Like Mm -hmm. it was literally two grand a month and it was really really crappy like the landlords were so nice but i'm not gonna lie like it was just like it was I know not a nice place yep. yeah so what ended up happening was um my supposed to be roommate like we just before he even came in like we were already arguing about the most petty stuff like and it was like no. it was bad it was like really bad to the point where like I literally, because this, the lease wasn't month to month. It's like one year commitment. And I'm like, oh, fuck. What? I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, yo, if I like, can I live with this every single day? And a one bedroom too. It's like, I don't get my own room. Like it's a one bedroom. Like, and we were actually arguing over that. Like the room, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it was just the most petty stuff. You, if you know, yeah, roommate oh, stuff, I know. You know Ooh, you know, I lived with sorority girls for four <laughs> years. I know. Yeah, exactly. So. That came about, um, my parent, I had a deal with my parents that like, I was still going to pay for my rent. Um, but that was doable when it was like one, one grand a month, but yeah, yeah. 
I ended up having to make the decision of like, because it was still under my name. He hadn't come signed it yet. So I made it so like, it was just me. So he wasn't on the oh, lease anymore. Shit. So now I had to pay two grand a month. And I had this, like, my parents were still very, like, like I said, they're, they're very, we have a very successful Taekwondo school. So very fortunately, we we're able, like, they could to, like, still support you, me. Yeah. But for me, for me and my, like, my own ego, like, that just kills me. Like, yeah. that, my plan was to just live on my own finally and, like, you know, make them proud. And now it's like, mom, dad, can you help me again? Like, I just felt like a little bitch. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, yeah. I was like, no. Um, but yeah, and then on top of that, so I ended up having to pay like two grand a month for this. Jesus. And then um, what happened, this all happened within the first two weeks I moved to LA. I, oh. so I was dealing with that whole shit show. And then I got injured. I sprained my ankle, almost broke it, like oh training. God. So like for me, for me specifically, like training is my therapy. If I don't train, like I literally go insane. Like I'm on edge. Like, so (laughs) the one outlet I had was just gone. Like I couldn't do anything. I'm sitting in this crappy one bedroom apartment. I was supposed to be teaching at this Taekwondo school, but I can't even go teach now because I'm injured. Exactly. And I was doing front desk work anyways, but like, when they see a new master, like they want to see what he can do. They, I couldn't prove to them. I'm just like, Hey, I'm just this new guy. That's going to tell you what to do, but you don't even know what I can do. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that hurt me more. Cause yeah. I'm like, Oh, I don't even know these kids. And then like on top of that, there is a moment where, Oh my gosh, it was crazy. This one day I went, I was supposed to have this audition and I locked my car keys and my <gasps> apartment keys in my apartment no. and I was like shit 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 what am I gonna do I still gotta go to the uh the audition, audition so yeah I took an uber to the audition which was just like 40 bucks to go all the way in Hollywood from where I was at oh, no. it was like during rush hour it was horrible did the audition like completely on edge probably just dumped on it like definitely didn't hear back from that fuck <laughs> like oh. had to stay downtown like I tried to call my landlord they weren't in town um so yeah, it like it ended up being like the they just changed phone numbers, but I kept calling them and I was staying downtown. I mean, I was just like hanging out in Hollywood, but if you know like the Walk of Fame area, like around nighttime, it kind of gets sketchy, especially for little, me, like yeah. brand new to there. So and like, you're not from there, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, uh, okay, I'm just gonna go back uh, to the to the apartment. I like I wanted to wait it out and see if like they were gonna call yeah. me back and they could bring me back in. So I ended up, like, calling a locksmith to, like, unlock it for me. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. And I didn't even, I didn't even, like, I only locked a doorknob. Like, literally a normal doorknob that you could probably pick with a paper clip. Like, I didn't yeah. even do the, what was it? What's the top part of like the lock double again? lock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The double called, lock. Yeah. I, I don't even know what it's called. There's that college education. But, like, <laughs> that, top, <laughs> that top not lock wasn't even in. So, like, you literally only had the pick the first one and this guy comes and like he barely knows any english he's like i'm like hey yeah can you unlock this he's like yeah don't worry i got you i give you very good price i don't even know what accent he had i could barely understand him he couldn't even understand oh me God. and like i thought he was just gonna pick the lock and then we're good yeah. like i only pay him like 15 bucks that's what it says the estimates on on the website and i'm like cool this guy just takes out this drill and just rip, just drills the whole freaking doorknob no. off 
And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, what are you doing? Like, aren't you supposed to pick it? And he's like, no, don't worry. I give you good price. He's like, don't worry. Don't worry. And I'm like, okay. Like, and I can't even understand what he's doing. And he puts the whole thing in. And I'm like, well, now I, I, I told him, I'm like, well, this is dumb because now the two different locks is two different keys. Like, originally it was just one key that can unlock both. Yeah. So I'm like, can you like, can you do something about that? Like, and then he was like, oh, don't worry. I give you a good price. Drills the top one off. <gasps> and so then he comes oh out and he's like, God. I give you a very good price. He writes it all. And he's like, $900. I'm no. like, what is this? Like, no, you're lying to me. And like, and he was just like, no, like 900. And he was pressuring me really hard. He knew what he was doing. Like, cause I went to an audition where I was supposed to wear a suit too. So he probably thought it was very wealthy oh. and like, yeah, exactly. So he really oh my took God. advantage of The universe of was like really conspiring against you. No, did you actually pay him the 900? I did. I'm really oh my God, For Randon, all because yeah. your landlords were, didn't tell you they changed numbers. That's like also yeah. so shitty. I literally like I called my I called my mom. She didn't pick up like at the worst time too. And then she she called me after the fact. And I'm no, like, I would yeah, cry. I already, and I paid him a cash too. Like I it was so bad. And so I was like, Oh my God. And my parents aren't happy. Definitely not happy because I literally <laughs> just made it. So like now they have to pay another grand for helping me out for rent. And now this, and oh I was like God. injured. I don't even oh. have furniture in my place. Like, Oh, I've been I'm there. like sitting in there and I'm just like, this was the worst decision what is of my, my life? life. Like, oh. why did I move out here? Like, I'm not even like, it was every depressing thought yeah. you could think of, like came yeah. to my mind. Cause I didn't even have any friends out here. Like, Oh, I was Brandon. like, oh my god! Like that was the lowest this point. This is so depressing. But oh nobody my god. <laughs> but like, okay, what was the highlight of your move? Before we get into like rapid fire takeaways, give us. Let's end on a high note here. What, <laughs> what has been like the absolute highlight? If you had to pick like one thing. I mean, I guess like. I don't know. There's, it's been, it's been really good. I don't know if I had to pick one. I think one time there's like going along with um, the gym I was talking about earlier, there's something called jam mm -hmm. gathering, which was like mm -hmm. where they brought in the best martial artist trickers from okay. all over the world. Oh, shit. And they brought them to this one gym. And these are guys that I literally like grew up watching for like the past Dude, 10 years. Like, that's incredible. If you're like a basketball fan, it's like being able to see like LeBron James and everyone like that. But like, actually train with them and i was like so training with for a whole weekend i ended up winning um something called the, it was like a paddle kick contest where it's like it was a target kick contest like tricking is where you just do a bunch of stuff in the air like i'm all right at that but i don't do any of the acrobatic stuff compared to like mm -hmm. what the top guys do but kicking is like my thing so i didn't even like know they had that competition and like won that in front of like all my idols that is and it was, dude like, what a flex whoa i was like this is crazy and then that <laughs> same like around that same month we uh my my best friend now Devonte thomas we ended up moving in together at this like oh so gosh. much much better place uh, like literally five minutes away from the old place that i had so it was like that was like, oh my gosh, like I'm so satisfied right now. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. No, I mean, living somewhere you actually like with somebody that you really like do enjoy yeah. the company with is such a game changer. Exactly. Like when I first moved here, I was in Queens in a three bedroom 
with two girls from Ukraine who pretended they didn't speak English so they didn't have to talk to me. I found out that they did speak English. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not joking. I wish I was joking, Brandon. It was they like so – they were talking mad shit. They would always speak <laughs> Russian. Um, and then on my last day, I, I heard them speaking English and they would never speak English like in <laughs> – how fucked is that right so that that was that was already like i was like wow okay oh no but now i like live with like someone who's like now one of my best friends and like yeah yes we're in a shithole but we're gonna move soon and it's hopefully gonna be a come up but like just like getting out of that i was like wow i feel so much better (laughs) what did you even say when like did you say anything did you call them out when they're speaking english all of a sudden i was like okay bye (laughs) like (laughs) i was like i'm See you never. Like, oh my god, bizarre, no. bizarre, like truly bizarre. But, that was in know, New York too, right? Yes, in New Queens, crazy, good old Queens, man. Oh it's fucking god. wild. You know, let's get to rapid fire questions. I need you to not overthink any of these things. Just right. like right. when it what right. first comes to mind. All right. Okay. Okay. Right. What's the best piece of advice you have ever received regarding self confidence? um just be yourself just be yourself and don't care about what other people think because everyone's worried about themselves they're all selfish too so it's like they don't care what Mm -hmm. you you're too wrong yeah fair when do you feel the most confident um when i'm doing my thing so like whenever i'm doing anything martial arts based or something like that yeah what advice do you have for anyone looking to break into the entertainment industry um take it as seriously as you would take anything like if you if it's your profession you should be studying like i said earlier you should be studying acting just as much as you study like for school like you Mm -hmm. shouldn't just think that you're oh i'm hot i'm good looking like that's what the industry is all about right they just put me on camera and i look good like i'm an actor no it's not like that (laughs) at all so it's it's all own craft you should study it just as much as you study anything else totally is there like any particular mantra or mindset that you live by? Um, live with passion from Tony yeah, Robbins. That's, <laughs> no, that's honestly really fair. When I was an ice skater, my coach would always say, if you're going to do it, do it with passion or don't do it at all. Exactly. And that like always stuck with me. I was like, fuck, okay. Got to do it with passion. <laughs> Ah, get, let's get yoked okay but what advice would you give to the person you were when you first began this like whole fucking journey uh uh oh that's a good that's a good one lauren some self-reflection Brandon. Okay. no um i think just just chill out dude like everything is gonna you chill out. I like can't just, see it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean. <laughs> no, I know. I'm like, just joking. Like, get to work. Like, I wish I actually prioritized, like, doing me more and, like, filming yeah. more stuff. Like, actually doing the the job rather than worrying about auditions so much. Um, and just, like, realize, like, everything happens for a reason, man. If you don't get the job, it's not the end of the world. Like, yeah. you're chilling. Like, everything's going to work out as long as you work hard. I think totally. that's the biggest thing. Okay, last one. It's the mm-hmm. hardest one of all. Oh, yeah. What has been your favorite TikTok so far that you've made? <laughs> oh, no. You brought TikTok I, yes, I fucking, oh, you, your TikTok is hilarious. Uh, I mean, no, I mean, it's dope. You have really cool content. 
I don't know. I feel like all mine are like training clips. Uh, no, okay. You're like little like mini series on like when you're like, <laughs> was it? like you know what I'm talking about. It was okay, like yeah. when you're like the one Asian friend that yeah, literally yeah. got me like that's, cracking up. That's my favorite actually. Man, I wish that one popped off. I put so much in. It should in have, that. honestly. No, I feel like if you read it now, like you have so many more followers. You even would have put like a wig on and a crop top. I was yeah. like, where did Brandon acquire these clothes? That's like, like oh from my, my mom. <laughs> I was like, he's in a wig. What is this? It was quality content. I'll link it in the show notes. That's the one. But, yeah, yeah. That one Asian friend. I played two different characters of like all the stuff I heard growing up. Like, I try to like educate people, especially because yeah. that was during the whole like, like Black Lives Matter thing. Not, yeah. not that like I'm black. Like I'm very Asian, but like <laughs> just trying to educate people on what it's like to just be diverse in general. Like it's a whole. Mm -hmm new world so like i wanted to educate people in like a comedic way because when yeah. you say it like that when i say it in the character way you know like it's, you realize how dumb it sounds <laughs> no i mean yes but also it was like these were all microaggressions that like i've heard too that people like yeah. don't realize or like low-key yeah. kind of fucked up so yeah. i appreciated those tiktoks those Are were quality or south korean like, <laughs> oh like, my fuck god would actually say that yeah. but oh my god brandon thank you so much for joining us where can our listeners find you what is your instagram handle which of um, course i'll link but you know Oh, yeah. Okay, so you can find me on Instagram and TikTok, now that she put that out there, at <laughs> Brandon Ree. So it's Brandon, but you switched A and R, so B-A-R-N-D-O-N-R-E-E. -E. Um, and then I got, oh, I got YouTube. You started YouTube a YouTube channel? channel? Just, uh, YouTube oh, my channel. goodness. It's uh, have to go Brandon subscribe. H. Lee. Yeah, I have the okay. whole sketch, like, all in one video on there. Okay, I'm going to so. link everything. This is exciting. Thank oh, my you. goodness. Thanks for taking the time to come on to Ricky's. Always it's fun so catching fun. up. Yeah. And I respect I respect this like what you're doing oh, on here. It's just man. like it's it's literally it's so cool. Like this is this needs to blow up because it's like this is a topic that's more relatable than like any time. Like now is so mm -hmm. relatable for people. Now like I feel like the world is more ambitious than it ever has been, like this next generation. Truly, so yeah. I think this is a really good platform where you can learn from like a lot of people that they're not like super, super successful, but like they're fresh, like freshly starting to get yeah. the ball rolling. So it's like you can take the advice when it's fresh like that. So it's truly it's hard. a little meta that way. But wow. Thank you, Brandon. This has been so much fun. You rock, dude. Keep killing Thank it. You. I'm so excited to one day, you know, like see you on the big screen. How fun. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. Monday. Fingers, Fingers crossed. crossed. Okay, so that's a wrap on episode 19 of Rookies in the Real World. Huge shout out to Brandon. Can you just like tell how animated and enthused we were when we were talking? I wish I had like actually recorded the video because we were like gesticulating and we were getting so into it. He's such an animated person, guys. Seriously, go follow him on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. You will not regret it. Thank you again, Brandon. And to everybody listening, I know that this was more of like almost like a story time kind of format for the pod rather than, you know, like diving into like question answer, like interview. I wanted this one to be more conversational because I feel like there was a lot to be learned from his actual experiences. So if you guys liked this kind of format, keeping it a little bit more casual and a little bit more story focused, 
let me know because I would love to highlight more really awesome professionals and their stories in this way. So if you guys like this episode, DM me, go follow Brandon, give us some love. And yeah, I will see you guys next week. Until then, bye, Rookie Gang.